Yo, Chuck, run a power move on him. May I say something to you to give you a true knowledge of yourself and life so that the same glory and success attained by other men who understand themselves may be yours? Man in the full knowledge of himself is a superb and supreme creature of creation. When man becomes possessor of the knowledge of himself, he becomes master of his environment, the captain of his own ship, the director of his own destiny, the accomplisher of his own ends. My, my name is Ken Montgomery. This is the Brooklyn Combine. Who, who we have from the Combine today? Phil Sean. And we, we got a special guest. You a special guest. I gotta give you a little give me a little bit more time to slide in. <laughs> um so we we're honored and privileged. I'm gonna just give a little setup about this. Uh about an hour ago I was at um the invocation for uh Breon Peace, the new Eastern District US attorney, um, who who was gonna be uh who's taking office, who's in office, and there's a lot of dignitaries there and people um, uh, giving speeches. And we were told to be there at four, but it was going late, and I had to come meet someone for a very important interview. Um, he is a survivor of a lot of purposive deprivation in the United States empire's history. But he's a survivor of Attica. And for those of you who don't know what Attica is, um, it was a prison um, revolution and uprising, September 9th, 1971, um, a year before I was born. Um, and it was a very important event, in my opinion, about American history. And it's very relevant even today. And we are honored to have with us. And if you haven't seen, first of all, read about it. There's plenty of books about it. But there's a great documentary um, that I believe is directed by Stanley Nelson. Yeah. And it's on Showtime right now. And it's up for Academy Award, I think. Yes. Attica was f fear. It was 70% black and brown. Prisoners, all white guards. What could go wrong? Grab the guards, grab the keys. All hell broke loose. Tell me this, are these primarily blacks? Guys were complaining about the basic things like toothpaste. A roll of toilet paper lasts you a month. The inmates were considered like animals. They beat you up in your cell, and then they take your segregation, and sometimes you don't come back. Have the inmates made any demands? There are all kinds of demands for change in the whole world. This had to be mediated, otherwise it was going to end in disaster. They wanted to use those weapons. Put your hands in the air, and you will not be harmed. You will not be harmed. You will not be harmed. But that was bullshit. We are men! He was waking up America. Somebody had to take a stand. And we have Mr. Tyrone 
Larkins. Thank you. Thank nice you. Nice to see you, bro. Well, yeah, that's a hell of an intro. I never <laughs> had one like that. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Um, Tyrone, listen, I, I, I'll be honest. I was in... I've seen the seen the, 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 the doc a few times, but I, the, one of the first times I saw it, I was in Chicago in a death penalty case. And I was in a hotel, and I was just watching. And... I was like, oh, that's my man. Mm -hmm. I've known you for some years now. That's right. And I never knew that you were a survivor of that. Mm -hmm. You don't really wear that, but you do wear. That's a brother with some knowledge, and he's been through some things in how you carry yourself. Intellect, um, all this. First thing I want to ask you is, you said something that really hit how hard it like when I thought about it, you survived Attica and then you had to take that experience with you. Yes. And survive prison. Yes. 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 The, um, the whole prison experience, uh, take into account that uh, uh, I, was, I only had uh, actually three, four years of being locked up. Mm. On the 25-year-to-life sentence when Attica happened. Yes. Um, was that your first stop, Attica? Well, my first stop from Sing Sing. Mm -hmm. Back then, back then, the reception for uh, New York City people, or I should say the Southern Tier, mm -hmm. meaning Southern uh, counties of New York, from Albany on mm -hmm. down, was uh, Sing Sing, mm -hmm. Sing Sing Prison. Mm -hmm. And that was our reception. And I stayed in Sing Sing from June of 1970 until uh, January 1971 when I was transferred to Attica. Okay. How yeah. old were you when you entered the prison system? Um, well, I, I was 20 years old when I was arrested. When I got to the prison system, I was going on 22. Hmm. And if you know, because I'm curious, at that time, how many people you think were in the prison system in New York? Well, I could tell you how many people was in the prison system. Um, it was 11,000 people locked up in New York State Prison. 11,000? Uh, and, and let me give you a breakdown to be a little more concise with it. There was five state prisons. Um, Greenhaven, Clinton, Attica, Auburn, and Sing Sing was the five state prisons. That was it. And then you had five reformatories, mm -hmm. uh, Comstock, which is no uh, Comstock, which is Great Meadows, Caxacky, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, Napanock, um, Woodburn, and was there was another one that slipped my mind. It was five and five, and it was two women facilities: uh, Bedford, Bedford Hills, mm -hmm. and Albion. Okay, and just because we're gonna get back, but just yeah. I want to make. I'm curious. It, today, how many people locked up? Mm -hmm. Today, I would I would I would gather to say about seventy thousand, seventy to eighty thousand people locked up at the height. Yeah, of, height. At the height of of, of of me being incarcerated for mm -hmm. twenty nine years, I seen the population go up to ninety thousand. year in New York that? State? Uh, 91, 92. So. From 1970, in 20 yeah. years, yes, it goes from 12,000, yes, so basically a hundred thousand, yes, yes, okay. 
Uh, you got to understand the dynamics of what was happening in the country also. Uh, don't discount the fact that in 1970, 1971, you had Vietnam going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, we had a surplus amount of people that would descend over to Vietnam to be killed. A mm -hmm. lot of us... Um, people that was in my class, uh, I would say, and I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it, uh, because that was my mode of thinking at the time. In the criminal class, um, we followed Muhammad Ali. We had no reason to go to Vietnam. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm, I, mean, mm -hmm. we, I mean, we street people. I learned, le later learned mm -hmm. through my chitis, through other people that we was called lumping proletarians. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> but, but the fact of the matter is, the fact that man is going to go to Vietnam for. <laughs> and you, you were a Brooklyn kid, right? Brooklyn, born and raised. Now, let me ask you something. In 1970s, late 60s, a young kid growing up, so you see these young kids today, they want to be rappers, mm -hmm. ballers, mm -hmm. entertainers, mm -hmm. fame. Mm -hmm. Back then, is it fair to say that the boxer was the thing that was a a vehicle to get out of the, the hood or a possibility of getting out of the hood? Um, from the perspective of, of athleticism, yes. Mm -hmm. However, take the dynamics of the street as it was giving to me. And, and, and Kenny, I'm, you know, I may be a little old. I'm 73 years old. Mm -hmm. And I went to the streets or I started being a, a street engine at, I guess, about 12, 13 years old. Mm -hmm. But the pillars of the community, the pillars of the hustling community, let me be clear about mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. The pillars of the hustling community, if they recognize that you had certain potentials mm -hmm. to do things from a legalistic standpoint, to be a doctor, mm -hmm. lawyer, or whatever, from a professional standpoint, mm -hmm. you were shunned away from the street. You couldn't jitterbug, you couldn't bebop, you couldn't do none of that. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, uh, you was told, boy, you get on over there. I mean, you had the experience of mm -hmm. the ghetto, mm -hmm. but other things you wasn't allowed to do. Was that was that in certain regards, in hindsight, when I think about something like that? Because I've heard that from some people I respect before. Is that our community still has some hope in it? Today, you have certain, you, you got small pockets of it mm -hmm. that will say no. Mm -hmm. I mean. It just, was still there when I was growing up. Yeah. Okay. And I, and I can respect that. I, I, I don't know if you remember um, the uh, pool hall that was on Fulton and Nostrand. I remember that. Over Stacy Adams, where uh -huh. all the players would come and shoot uh -huh. pool and uh -huh. all like uh -huh. that. The baby Graham was uh -huh. across. I mean, at that time, that part of Be uh, Bed Style was like a gateway. Was It was equivalent to 125th Street. Uh -huh. And you had a certain status to even just to be around it. For me, as a little kid, to go get soda pops and this and that for that guy, that guy, it was a status. But you sat down and learned. They taught you. Boy, don't do this thing, don't do that thing. I met Alabama Fats, best one of the best players. That's but so but here's something to go back to also that a lot of a lot of us who are in the street, it's it's a part of a cycle. Yes. You're, you know, what were your parents? Yeah. Was your dad in the street? Well, you know, <laughs> historically, my father. Well, let's go back to my grandfather. He didn't want 
none of his children, my father's and his brothers, to be part of. But he understood that. Understand that um, I'm um, part Cuban and African American, but my grandfather, who was black as night, used to tell me Cubano Africano and only spoke to me as in Castellano Espanol. Mm -hmm. But the emphasis was Cubano Africano because the majority of people in Cuba look mm -hmm. like you and I. Yeah, me and him both been in Cuba. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of people don't like, you talk about the Caribbeans, mm -hmm. you know, particularly from a Hispanic perspective, you, you don't talk about that. Mm -hmm. You know, talk about, so we understand why what Castro said, well, you know, we'll go over to Angola and help mm -hmm. our brothers out. Mm -hmm. A lot of people didn't understand what mm -hmm. he was saying in mm -hmm. South Africa. But anyway, I did. Mm -hmm. I did. Because Grandpa told me. So you had some militancy about you growing up. And you was looking around like, listen, because for, for someone to say, yo, I ain't going to that war. <laughs> You thinking about you identifying who your real enemy is or where the dangers are in society? But you know, is it is that fair to say at that it's point? It's fair in time? to say because I had a grandmother that uh, that came from Orangeburg, South Carolina, mm -hmm. Agichi, mm -hmm. who was another African black, and um, I'm a her firstborn from her firstborn, and I'm mm -hmm. a male. Mm -hmm. Her firstborn female, my mother, mm -hmm. and I'm the male. So you know, there's a certain mm -hmm. there's a certain lock with a grandmother with firstborn male child mm -hmm. in the house, and she taught me a lot. And I seen my grandmother um, do days work. I seen my grandmother scrub floors on her knees, and I seen her buy a house in 1957. Also, I said, mm -hmm. baby, she said, baby, I'm gonna give you something that I couldn't get my own. I said, must that mama? I'm going to give you your own home. And we moved to East New York in 1957. So you was in East New York before the pre-white flight when it was Irish, Italian, Jewish, other Europeans. Oh, yeah. Black and Puerto oh, Ricans yeah. coming, the yeah. fights, the gangs, yeah. and, yeah. and all this, you know, then the, 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 the toxic financial instruments, the people burning down the houses to get, you know, get the insurance money sure. and, and all it. So, 19... You go in, and you're in Sing Sing, and you go to Attica in 1971. 1971. What was prison like at that time? My God. Um, Attica was quite different from Sing Sing. Mm -hmm. Remember, Sing Sing's in uh, Westchester County, mm -hmm. and you had quite a few uh, black, not a lot, but mm -hmm. you had black officers there that came from the city. So there was a certain relationship there uh, mm -hmm. between the people confined mm -hmm. and the people that was keepers and whatnot. You know, I'm looking, I look and see a guy who looks like you got a blue. You know, all right, bro, you got mm -hmm. a job. I understand that. <laughs> you know, I understand that, and you don't have to act like that either. You know. <laughs> And they didn't carry sticks in mm. Sing Sing at the time. They didn't? No. No. I mean, that's when we got to Attica, mm -hmm. after getting off that bus, that long-ass bus ride, the first thing you seen was these guys that like looked like they was damn near seven feet. Those are big. All Caucasian. All Caucasian. And had sticks damn near three feet big. One of the most, it wasn't shocking, but one of the most very, very revealing things to see during the dock is the reporter John Johnson. If you were a New Yorker, you know who he is. You grew up. He's an ABC. Yeah, yeah. To see him, a young John Johnson. Yes. And then some point in the in the in the in the film where 
the guards, the white guards run out and they're like, yo, white power. Yeah, yeah. White power. That was after the end of the shoot, man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the most interesting things to see. One of the most critical parts of the whole thing. Oh. You know, notwithstanding, I mean, I looked at the interview, I know how to conduct myself. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, I know what I'm saying regarding that from a historical standpoint. But that part was the first time I've ever seen that as well, myself. So, so the rate was the race. What, what was like the? Is it was it like it is now where the blacks stay with the blacks, uh, Hispanics stay with Hispanics, whites stay with whites as far as the jail and how it was run? Was it yeah. like that in 70, 71 as well? Yes, it was. Yes, okay. it was. And from the standpoint of um, the uh, ethnic uh, breakdown. Basically had uh you had quite a few white boys up top. It was yeah back then yeah back then. Listen, you had quite a few white most boys. people don't know. You know, I do a lot of capital yeah. and federal work yeah. in addition to the state. Most people don't realize there was a time in southern and eastern district of New York where you almost never saw a black defendant. Well, that, all the defendants were Italians, well, the Asian gangs. Yeah, all that stuff got phased out, and now you see all. The black guys and his, you know, they were even going about uh, uh, the, the the Colombians and all this. You, you didn't see a lot of black defendants. When no. you speak to old timers in federal court, and the, and the treatment of their such was mm -hmm. quite different as well. Mm -hmm. The treatment was very very different. In 1971, when I got to Attica, um, you know, we we, we talked about the food how it was bad, and it was, mm -hmm. but. It was prepared a little differently because the people, even the people that worked in the prison, you know, that knew, understood that this was their livelihood, mm -hmm. they took a little set, little better sense of care About of what. Job. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and, 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 and the real talk was, I mean, you had people that was from the extreme that was the keeper, but they understood that the people that they was keeping was not shoveling their feet. Mm. When I got to Attica in, in, in 71, I, I never forgot, got off the bus, um, and we seen all these big crackers, I mean, excuse me, um, these, these um, <laughs> white police, uh -huh. and, and they had the big sick, and the, this is what I said, when I bang on the, on, the, on the wall once, that means you to go, when I bang on it twice, that means you to stop. And here, I'm, I'm a young guy, and uh, I, I figured it was about, 40 of us that was in my age bracket, under 25, who had a lot of time, who didn't, well, you know, we didn't care. We mm -hmm. didn't really care. Yo, what you mean? You don't talk? And then by that time, you yeah. had, what, 25 or looking at? 25, yes. That 25 to was life. Was it a light? Oh, you had 25 to life. 25 to my natural life. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and they was like, the police was appalled. Look around. Who said that? We, we said that. What do you mean you hit the dog stick right, so on you the wall? You hit the You want to hit? Hold on, I want to get back there. We're going to take a break and come back. Um, you know, what was you listening to in 1970, 71? Like, what was your, what was your choice of music? Or what was the music? Oh, man, we, we had from the streets. What was, what was the people who were coming from the tough times listening to? What was the rebellious music around? That we, uh, we was doing, we was doing, um, you know, the, the mixing of R and B with jazz. Okay. Um. Okay. You know, I was raised in the community. I was raised in a household where my uncles had a jazz collection that was second to none. Right, so we, so look, we got, we got you. Man. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna talk to you about some of your favorite music. We're gonna, that's gonna be our interview. But we're gonna come back and we're gonna, we wanna pick up where, um, 
It's something I'm thinking about what you just said. We'll be right back.
Alright, so we're back. It's something you said. You, you said a lot, right? A lot. You're painting a different picture now and that the, the film didn't show me. That's the things that wasn't shown by film. Yeah, like the because what you're painting is you're the picture you're painting to me mm-hmm. is okay, you got 1970. Within five years, Malcolm. Within within five to seven years, Malcolm yeah. and Martin are both assassinated, killed. You got the Fred Hampton killed. You got George Jackson killed. You got the L.A. the, the um, Watts riots. Watts riots. You yeah. got the Detroit riots. You, you got Brooklyn Newark riots. Brooklyn riots. Yeah. Um. So and you got some young men who, like you just said, 25 to life, getting off a bus, and some crackers, white men, who probably never seen that before. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's a collision of narratives. Yeah. And, yeah. and and that part of the film, you don't see that in, in that part of the film, because now what you're telling me, yeah. it makes a lot of sense about when you watch the film. Yo, them brothers was speaking some real... It was one of the brothers who ended up dying in it, who they took, yeah. LD, yeah. LD. He was in the Panther Party with me. LD Bartley out of of Rochester. He was only there for a violation, young boy. Coming home. he was younger than me. He He was younger than me. He was only there for a violation, a parole violation out of Rochester, LD Bartley. Yeah, if we must die, let it not be like uh, hogs pent up. Yeah. We are men. We are not beasts and we do not intend to be driven or beaten as such. The entire prison populace has set forth to change forever the ruthless brutalization and disregard for the lives of the prisoners here and throughout the United States. What has happened here? But the sound before the fury of those who are oppressed. That, yo, yo, his, his, he touched me. What he had when he got on that mic, he when touched. He did that in person in the yard. Um, the yard was sound. We had a PA system hooked up, mm-hmm. but he had that trangy, you know, upstate southern accent mm-hmm, voice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that went to a high pitch. Mm-hmm. And when he did it, the yard was silent. And you talking about you twenty? He eighteen. Yeah. 22, actually. 22. Yeah, and he was 18 years old. Yo, y'all was in prison with grown men. Yeah, and see, the narrative changed because we came in with a different attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't, if you say, well, rebellious. No, man, I'm mad about Rebe- getting 25 for years. years. You're you know, already mad. I'm mad anyway. And, 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 and you know what? Look what they did to look how they did it. And you went you you who was your lawyer? You remember your lawyer? Yeah, I got it. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny. You may not want you may not think I'm lying, but here's there's the deal. I went to trial with a two count murder indictment, a two count period. Murder at intentional mm-hmm. and felony murder. There mm-hmm. was no robbery, mm-hmm. no gun, mm-hmm. no larceny. Just two counts of murder. Real talk. Two counts of murder. Mm. Look it up if you want to. I believe you. Look Listen, up my case. And I, see. I, I know. And the jury came back when the jury was charged after a five-day trial mm-hmm. with manslaughter as a lesser-included offense of the intentional murder. 
So that shows there's some holes in that case. Dig this. The jury acquitted me of intentional murder and of manslaughter and only convicted me of felony murder with no robbery and, and no gun. That's almost a, that's almost an inconsistent type of... Uh, uh, that's what I wanted uh, that lawyer um, to handle, inconsistent yeah, verdict. verdict. Because yeah. you never had... You presented a crime, the crimes of robbery and the crime of, of a weapon, yeah. but you never you never indicted on such. So, yeah, that that's... um. That's an appealable. That's a. That's a. That's what we say. It has meat on the bone on that appeal, and the judge. It sounds like whoever the judge was. Yeah. Maxed you out because because of what you wasn't yeah. convicted of. Yeah. Well. And a lot of that goes to who also was the victim. Who was the victim of the crime? Yeah. Yeah. And we. Yeah. They had an identification question on that also. Yes. They had to weigh the hearing where they. You know. So I didn't have a confession. So. 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 So you. You just so you get there in Attica. Are yeah. you a member of the Black Panther Party before you arrived? No, um, uh, uh, I was running with the Deaf, Dumb, and Blind. The Riff Raff. The Riff Raff. Oh, the Riff Raff out of Brownsville. The Riff Raff out of Brownsville. The Brooklyn The Brooklyn Gang. No, I, we was I, I running together, well. and we, you know, I mean, choke a stick. Drown water, you know that that crew. That that we was the young wild kids, uh -huh. so we come to Attica and it's cold, and it's cold and the whole's hot in Attica, uh -huh. you know. And like, damn man, but the capacity. Some older dudes is yo young blood man. You had to so why man? Why we got to yo? Nah man, we ain't getting down like that. Mm -hmm. you no, know, this is the dialogue that's going mm -hmm. in between. Y'all mm -hmm. used to this shit. You know, ain't nobody show. And I'm not, we ain't calling your tongs, man, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like that. Mm -hmm. It's not like that with us. And this is what we started demonstrating. You know, um, one of the things you didn't have that my crew came up with, we wasn't fighting one another. Mm -hmm. I mean, we was rough and tough now. Let's make no mistake mm -hmm. about it. And if shit had to happen, it happened. It happened. That's you know, a natural you, thing. You're, in you're making a lot of sense to my life when you... Some of the things you're talking about, because I'm born in '72. Okay. So, about '77, I remember the riots. Yeah. But then growing up in the '80s, mm. yo, we weren't afraid of police. No. Growing up. No. I'm not gonna sit up here and say some of the things that we did, but we weren't no. afraid of them. We also were looking at those guys who our parents or your grandma would tell you stay away from who was coming home. It was some strong young men coming home. Yeah. And we was like, where are they coming home from? Yeah. And it's making me realize the spirit that was permeating the street, it was like youth full of fire with nowhere to go. It's, but, something, uh, it's like a lyric that Andre 3000 said in, in, in an outcast lyric. I didn't need, need to be uh, redirected to a certain, <laughs> certain way. Mm -hmm. I, there was a guy upstate who, ha who, who happened to know my father um, from the street. Mm -hmm. Uh, there was a couple of them, but there's one in particular in the street name was Goldmine. Goldmine, rough kid, rough guy. Mm -hmm. And Goldmine used to come to where all the Panthers and the People's Party, Young Lords would be sitting at. Goldmine come through and say, yo, 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 learn this shit well and learn how to apply it to the street. Mm -hmm. And he'll walk off. And everybody gave him his props because Goldmine was a real guy. Mm -hmm. he, he was no fake, mm -hmm. no fraud. He was real for what he did. Let me set the agenda for you for Attica, which the picture did not show. 
Attica was in jail in 1970, 1970 into 1971, just before the riot. Everybody that was a problem in any other prison was sent to Attica. Mm. There was a riot. Kenny, you, you may not know. It was a actually a demonstration in November of 1970 in Auburn for Black Solidarity Day. Mm. For Black Solidarity Day. And the administration in Auburn told these dudes, no, nah, we ain't giving y'all no black solid day. Y'all go on to work, nigga. Mm -hmm. It's real talk. Mm -hmm. It's all right, we're going to work. We're getting the hostages. And they took over That's Auburn. Incredible. They took over Auburn prison. November 19th, November 22nd, 1970. Now, after that thing was squashed, that was squashed in one day, a lot of people don't know about it, But people that was in, they do know about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All the dudes that got jammed, that was put in segregation and all like that, the majority of them mm -hmm. came to Attica. Came to Attica. So it sounds like what you're describing is Attica was like the last a, stop. Yeah, it's the, last, it the stop. last stop. And it was a, it was a, it was a, a lot of power in there, a lot oh. of combustible things. Oh, make no mistake about it. What do you think in hindsight now, when you think about it, what? Was it an, it was obviously an accumulation of things, but what do you think was the straw that broke the back where enough was enough? Well, it was a real incident. It was a real incident. First of all, we have to go back. We have to go back uh, two years before. Uh, I was in Sing Sing of summer of nineteen seventy when Jonathan Jackson got assassinated. Mm -hmm. You know, trying to get his brother out. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's Christmas. what they took the judge hostage. Russia, yeah, mm -hmm. Russia McGee and all that. Mm -hmm. Russia McGee's still in jail, by the way. Wow. In, in us, in um California system. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and people was, uh, who say, proclaimed about that mm -hmm. in Sing Sing. Mm -hmm. You know, okay. Then in uh, September, August of, uh, of 71, when George got killed, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that was like, that, that was the straw. It was stirring. Mm -hmm. it, it was stirring it right on up. Mm -hmm. it, was making, it was making bitches brew. Mm -hmm. Bitches brew. Mm -hmm. You know, it was getting ready to make it do what it do. Mm -hmm. The actual incident that happened was two dudes was roughhousing in a block yard. Two black dudes. Black and white. Mm -hmm. Oh, black and white. Black dude. and white, dude. Okay. Because see, that football team, each block mm -hmm. had their football. Then the mm -hmm. dude was showing the dude the football move, blah, 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 but it looked like they was wrestling and all that. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody. Police come running. Hey, let's stop this. Blah, blah, blah. So the whole yard conversed. Mm -hmm. All say, yo, ain't nobody going to jail there, man. Let that shit alone, police. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, this is because the attitude is there now. Mm -hmm. Get on out of here. Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway, yard closed at five o'clock, and uh, people went to their cells. And later on that night, the squad came. Squad, I mean the goon squad came. Mm -hmm. They came and snatched the two dudes out their cell, beat them up, mm -hmm. take them to segregation to the box, as we call box segregation. Mm -hmm. And um, okay. Now, this is isolated five company mm -hmm. in a block. Nobody else in the jail know about this. Of course, Attica was composed of four different cell blocks 
but was totally segregated from everybody. The only thing you see people was in the mess hall. Mm -hmm. Okay? So now what happened... It's like a control unit. Man. It was definitely control. Mm -hmm. In the middle of the, of, of, the force of, the, of the square was called Times Square. Mm -hmm. So now this one particular company, they get ready to bring them back from the mess hall and say, all right, y'all ain't going to y'all. Y'all uh, get up in there. We going out. We going to y'all. We going to do what we want to do. That shit y'all did last night, you're going to pay for that. Yeah, real talk. And anyway, they bum-rushed. They bum-rushed the, uh, the police in the block. Mm -hmm. Hit Times Square. That, uh, the anger and the rage, I like to say it was the rage of, uh, of what was happening that made that gate. It was a thick gate. Now the bum rush was all. It was black, white, and Hispanic. Everybody, 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 everybody. It was no set. You don't. Mm -hmm. You ain't standing down from this. Mm -hmm. You ain't taking the back. One seat. of the one of the and it's funny in the in the documentary, you see one of the. I don't know his name, but he was a very interesting uh, white guy, older white guy. He said, "Yo, I got hit in the head." He's very reflective. You're talking about our victory. Yeah. yeah. He said, "I got hit in the head," and the doctor came. I put my. He said, "Yeah, yeah let me see it." He said, "The doctor took the yeah, hit him in the head with, with the a flashlight. Bullet yeah. With a flashlight. Yeah. And yeah. and it made me think that yeah. there was some white guys in there who understood that their privilege. They had a certain privilege above, above black and Hispanic. Yeah. But it was still them versus them. Oh, make no mistake about it. The guy uh, who said that, uh, Jerry DeJuke, who mm -hmm. was the jailhouse lawyer persona, mm -hmm. um, he was Jewish out of, out of Brooklyn. Mm. He had a cop body. Mm. They told Jerry's ass up when they took him out the yard. Mm. I mean, his little skinny ass. Mm -hmm. They told him up. Mm. I'm surprised they ain't beat him to death because he's the one that tore up the federal, federal uh, injunction. Yeah, the, the, the junction, yeah. Tore it up. Tore it up. Tore the negotiations. Yeah. Tore it up. So, all right. You, um, we, we got, we did it? All right. So, listen. So, this, y'all bum rush Times Square. Yeah. How many prisoners in that, in Attica at that time? You mean how many? Prisoners. Prisoners. Um, I would venture to say, uh, at that time, about maybe, uh, 2000. 2000. Yeah. That happens. How like how how do you go from you know what these guys are on our necks to yo you know what we got this now okay like, when, when when did that realization hit when Times Square got taken out and I was in the metal shop at the time mm -hmm. I was in the metal shop and all of a sudden we hear the escape horn going do mm -hmm. do do so damn somebody's been running about here because <laughs> they did have an escape. Five months ahead of time. Oh, okay. Joe Sullivan escaped out of that. The only person that escaped out of Africa. White boy, Joe Sullivan, real gangster. Mm -hmm. Good dude, though. Mm -hmm. He escaped. So we had them on going. And um said, damn, man. But now you look around, and um the police, are they like, they they mulling. They look like they're looking for a place to get away from out of this metal shit. I'm telling you, I'm looking, mm -hmm. at, I'm looking in their faces and whatnot, mm -hmm. you know? You see fear? Yeah, I see fear. So when I look at that, I said, okay. And I went and got my tool. Well, mm -hmm. It was just a shame. I said, mm -hmm. well, because this may be a good time for people to pay back. Pay back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to be straight. You got to mm -hmm. be strapped up. Mm -hmm. You got to be strapped And it impacted me. Uh, the Spanish guy you seen um, in, in the picture. Uh, Jay, he's interesting. George, George, mm -hmm. uh, George. Yeah, Jay. 
he, uh, he was, yo, yeah, man, we can just strap up. We don't know where this is going. Mm -hmm. And I see dudes, they crash the door down the metal shop. And so, oh, the shit's on. Let's go. Let's, so everybody, and the first thing you see people doing, you know, I mean, lost and coming. Everybody, they, 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 bump, they bump, rush the commissary. Commissary. Dudes, you never seen smoke a cigarette in their life. <laughs> they smoking lots of the fuck. <laughs> Dudes got candy. And like, they stack up because they figure this is only going to last one day. So let me stock up, you mm -hmm. know. You know, honest with you, I'm looking for a way out the jail. I'm mm. looking for a way out. out. I'm looking for a way out. Not mm. not to get away from what's happening. Mm -hmm. Let me get the fuck out of here. Yeah, freedom. For real. For yeah. real. Uh -huh. So I'm step outside the rear of the metal shop where they didn't close the gate. And I see people on the rear gate, which is maybe about uh, 300 feet away. The police got their joints out. And they're looking like that. And they're closer. Well, we can't get out that way. Mm. Let's find another way. And now... One of the things I know about infrastructure and facilities, particularly Attica, for everything you got upstairs, above ground, you got an underground Perfect. thing upstairs. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to say, let's try to get to that time square. There's a couple of us. Let's mm -hmm. get out. Let's go. Let's go. Because mm -hmm. by that time, blood all around. People done got beat up. Police got beat up. Mm -hmm. So we wanted did, to did any of the police get to make it out or anybody who was in there at that point and they shut them doors, they just was in there. That's another question you raised, Kenny. And that's one of the biggest things. I'm glad I have the opportunity to talk about it. <laughs> it was said before. Mm -hmm. You got police that was in Attica that locked their own brother police out of the yeah, no real talk. Mm -hmm. They know it. They know what the shit they did. But that story got lost in all of this. It got lost. It got lost because they wanted sabotage. They didn't want to tell mm -hmm. who did that. Mm -hmm. That's well, why they came in shooting in the manner in which they did. They could kill enough, nobody would know. We know. Yeah. They locked some of their own people out. Because what happened, when Times Square was taken and all the blocks were taken, going through A block, it's the block going to the administration, but they the bolt, they locked that down. That means going out the front door. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people that ran through the gate, they left their own police. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're you know what? So this is part one. I just want to say thank you to Tyrone Lawkins. And um, this has been a um, I'm glad I I'm glad I'm here, brother. To be continued. Yeah. You know, time out, man. Huh? Yeah, spin you like new mark. Then them wash blue clocks. One eye open. Omar Moolah. Non-believers. Call them Kufas. It's funny how she can't take dick. Say it was too large. Brand new like Grand Poopa. In my past life, I was a bad shooter. The ones in the sky get a ass moving. The child mirror you inside the can like Pat Oh, I grew up God. off Go-Go Central and DJ Who Kid Need to have some patience, you too weird Name dropping, telling me all the dumb shit that you did Pop your top and hope you become popular Your Instagram comments gon' get the popular Like how that boy died, somebody shot him yeah. I take the money over the fame, I live life private I gave my young nigga a lick, he came back like I got him You can 
relate to that You can have faith in that Back in the days I used to sport the Timberlands with the Ava Rex The worst neighborhoods I was raised in that Nigga begged for his life so I gave him that But first he had to pay me back My pops was in the kitchen shaving crack Told me son don't do that Niggas be sewer rats This your man Put you in the box crossed out These my Subi raps My Instagram model said a pussy worth Louis bag Jones and Nas beef really made me goofy slap niggas. When I walked through, they like, who was that nigga? I never met Yams or Mac Miller. For that reason, I slap niggas on God.